Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with John Hill. Hey, John. Hey, what's up? John, we are away from Radio Andy for a couple weeks, but we have a lot of great guests who've dropped by Radio Andy recently, and we want to share a doubleheader of fun interviews. First, John Bon Jovi. He came by in Miami. Love him. Great head of hair and great yeah. pipes. And later, Lance Bass who, John, I have described to you as being like a blooming onion. There is always stuff to discuss with Lance Bass, and he's a great guy. He is the nicest guy. Nicest guy in L.A., for sure. Nicest guy in L.A. Which isn't hard. Yeah, really. This is Andy Cohen's (laughs) Deep and Shallow. Hey, JBJ, how you doing? Great to see you. Congrats on your Sirius station. Yay. That's so cool. I know. We've gone, we've jumped the shark, right? We went from the app to the satellite uh, very soon. <laughs> Finally, but uh, gratefully. Do you, when you listen to John Bo, Jay, when you listen to Bon Jovi music over the years, yes, can you tell in the way that I could listen to the Grateful Dead and mm-hmm. I could be like, oh, that sounds like 70s Grateful right. Dead. You guys have had 40 years now of Bon Jovi. Yes. Almost. Yes. Can you ascertain which decade we're listening to when you listen to live and yeah. what separates the decades, would you say? You know, it, 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 I grew up in public. That's how I look at it. You know, I made my first record when I was 21. I'm 61. And I wouldn't pretend to be what I was then yeah. now. Right. You know, and so by evolving as a writer and as a singer and a performer, you're telling a different story 40 years down the road. Yeah. And so um, when I hear the first album, you know, it's from the point of view of a 21 year old kid. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to write those songs now as much as I love Slippery When Wet on the third album and I'm 25. I'm not going to rewrite You Give Love a Bad Name. I'm just not that guy. Right. Are you guys, will we get new Bon Jovi music when? Soon. Um, soon. Soon enough. Next year is our 40th anniversary. Okay. And and so I've had nothing but time and we're sitting on 20 plus songs at this point. Wow. Yeah, a lot. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready to go. So I would like to think to, to coincide with the anniversary, we'll have a new album. Um, you, I, the last time I saw 
Bon Jovi live was mm. at a concert for Sirius XM right mm-hmm. here in Miami mm-hmm. around Art Basel. Is there a Bon Jovi catalog song that you're sick of performing? Mm, no. No. You know, I mean, you, you think about the memories these songs have made for not only me, but the people listening Absolutely. to them. You know, I mean, how about a more fascinating question is, could you have ever believed the impact that songs like Living on a Prayer, It's My Life, yeah, and right. those kind of things have had on people? And it's fascinating to me because yeah. they came out of a notebook, right. you know? Guys is, sitting in a room. Is there a song that's made you the richest? <laughs> or what song made you the richest? Besides Hampton's Water, which is going to yeah, you know, shower money all over your family. You know, there's been a lot of, of those um, big ones. You know, we've I've had six number one singles and six different number one albums and 130 million albums at this point. Wow. So, you know, we've had a lot of hits. I've had a lot of hits. Um, 40 years ago, did you think you would still be going with the band? It's fascinating when you think about 40 years ago because I would have been 20 years old. You wouldn't have thought about 40 years down the road. I think I stopped thinking about down the road when it was going to be the year 2000. Right, right. You know, it's right. like, okay, well, I don't know. I'll be 38 years old and life will be what it is at that point. Right. After that, it's all been gravy. You are great buddies with Bruce Springsteen, which I think would make everyone from New Jersey very happy. And anyone who loves music, it just, it just, the thought of it makes me happy. But yeah. I got to wondering, what do you guys text about? What is a Bon Jovi Bruce Springsteen text exchange? Oftentimes, you know how just how are you? I mean, and it's a it's a it's not a a, a surfacey question. It's a, you know a deep question that leads to three hour conversations. So you know how are you? It, it it's a it's a deep question. So I've been blessed enough to have been friends with him for some forty some years now, and uh, and you know he's not only my buddy but my childhood hero. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we remain very close, and I'm very happy for all his continuing success. Do you send each other gifts? Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, um, yeah. You know, Christmas time, that kind of thing. <laughs> do you send? Do you ever send someone a gift of yourself? Like, if someone sends you great news, do you ever send? I mean, there have to be thousands of John Bon Jovi gifts of you going like, yeah, or sliding on the stage or something. <laughs> I I I I don't know what you should mean look by that, into really. it. There there is um yeah well we'll see about that yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. I have to think about it. Um, congratulations by the way on the big engagement news, mm, the uh, latest one. Yes, I got three of my you four, three of your four engaged, <laughs> and it made me wonder. I mean, you've been with Dorothea for she was your high school sweetheart, correct? So you were together when you were young, yeah. When your tw- almost 21-year-old says, I'm getting engaged, do you worry for them that they're too young? Or because you were so young when you were with Dorothea, you weren't engaged that young, no. but but do you worry as a dad about about how old or how I young they are? I don't know if age matters. You know, if you find the right partner and, and, and you grow together, I think that would be, my advice really is growing together is, is wise. Right. Growing together. And and so I think that all of my kids have found the people that they think they can grow together with, and and we like them all. That's a great answer. Yeah. Do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, I've seen it, of course. <laughs> Millie's wonderful. Her whole family are great. Yeah. Really, really great. Jake is very, very happy. That's great. And you've got, I mean, the kids are very successful. Hampton Water, which is sitting yeah. here. We were talking about that. I mean, it is a, one of the top five rosés. In the I, world. In the world. Yeah. 
That is so hard I to know. do. Yeah, no, it's well, it's the only ninety-point rated rose four years in a row. Period, and uh, and Jesse created this, and uh, <laughs> it's it's killing it. It's really killing it. It's a great wine. When he came to you and said, "I want to do a, a wine," yeah, you said, "Well, take that degree of yours and come back with a PowerPoint and a business plan, and then we'll see where it goes." So he did, and he had he had the name. Then he developed the label. And then he came to me and said, we need to find the right vintner. Right. And so we did. And then the vintner loved our concept so much. He said, I'd like to do more than just sell you the juice. I'd like to, you know, be a part of it. And so we allowed him to become a part of it. And that was the wisest thing we ever did. And, and, and so from there, were, you know, we're around the world. <coughs> were you an initial investor? We are the investor. You are no, the investor. It's, it's our company. No, but that's what you, but when you said to him, come to me with a plan. Yeah. The, the money was contingent on the plan. Oh, most definitely. Yes. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. we're the sole investor. There's no investor. It's it's Jesse Bon Jovi. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's great. Did you love rose before yes. this? Yes. It is my my wine is my drink of choice. It is. And while they were all underage, I used to say, Daddy's drinking pink juice. <laughs> <laughs> you and you look mm. like you look. Hmm. I'm like amazed. Death. You um, don't look like death oh, whatsoever. Death. Hmm. Do you? How many days a week do you work out? I, I'm a tennis junkie for the last two years, so I do that every really? day. Really? I love and it. And your knees killing are killing me. Fun. My back your is knees killing are ki- me. Right, right, My right. shoulder is killing right, me. Right, And I don't care. I go on the court the next day. And you do it. I wow. love it. I wow. love it with all my heart. And you just got into this in the last few years. Two. Two years. I, but it's seven days a week. I'm a, totally obsessed. Wow. My aspiration, Andy, is to be in the seniors handicap division ah. <laughs> where the trophy will be one of those placards you put on your rearview mirror. <laughs> so it gets me a parking spot oh because my. that is my aspiration, just to suck a little less every day. But you're not on the HGH. No. No. Good. Uh, but how, But by the way, you're John Bon Jovi. So if you show up after covid with like a gut, hmm. No one loves the fat Elvis. That's not gonna work. We don't no want to see you. I mean, fat Elvis. That no, is that. That's me. no. No one loves. We the fat do Elvis. not want JBJ no. like in a no. in a jumpsuit no. and like no. no. Look at him in I the don't pants. Want no. no, no stretchy pants. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have my own hair. It might be gray, but it's mine. That is your, what a head of hair. I got a head of hair. Yeah, you do. Was there ever a part? So when did you embrace the gray? About ten years Slow, ago. Yeah, yeah. I just said, like, like yourself, you know. Yeah. People are chasing us for this look, Andy. You and I. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they yeah, are. They're jealous. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're daddy hunters, JBJ. <laughs> That's what they are. And I've said I've earned this gray. Yeah, you have you know earned I mean? this gray. So I've been yeah. around long enough to have right. earned it. Um, speaking of earning the gray Mm -hmm. and how long you've been around a book no you would never no why would you never the band made a pact many years ago that we didn't want anything in there that you know our mothers were going to see and so there's no need to tell those stories out of school really yeah that that is so that is so kind of band code yeah and that is also super italian very new jersey very new jersey Jersey it's new jersey yes there's no need for that no Mm -hmm. no the stories will stay yeah and when you guys get together do you all remind each other of the stories there were times absolutely like we go see our 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 first manager would come around and everyone's howling with the old stories of what that used to be um not that it's different well it's different now it's different that's all it's not 
better or worse. It's just different. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We did all the cliche rock stuff, right. stuff for sure. Did Dorothea used to go on the road with you? Yeah. yeah. And it is a measure of how cool she is yeah. that I'm assuming that she put up with some she put bullshit. Up with no doubt. No yes. Doubt. But like I said, when you go to high school together, right. you grow together. When you grow together, you can't lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So you're like, okay, here's where the phase I'm in. Right. And chances are she was in the same phase. And concurrently, you know, Bono and his yeah, wife, right. Allie, have yeah, been together Allie, right, right. forever. And yeah. do you all have fellowship in that? In, in that. The, yeah. 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 And what do you think did she keep you in check during yeah. those years Most when bon, definitely. when you all were blowing up? Most definitely. In what way? I remember we, uh, there was a phase and stage in our lives where we moved to Malibu and we were there with all the beautiful people on the yeah. beach and we Yeah. And these are the 80s maybe. This is the early to to latter 90s. Okay. Okay. And there was a lot of decadence around and we said this isn't for us and we went back to New Jersey. Really? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and were you and you had kids at babies you almost. Babies. No, Steph was around. Jeff Jesse was around. So I had the first two but they were two and one. Right. But there there was a classic case in point. <clears throat> we said California, Malibu's not for us. So we, we were smart enough to go home. Fair. You went back to New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And you pissed off a lot of women in Malibu. Well, no, we were happy to get the hell out of there. Right. Because who's not divorced or didn't make it? Right, you it's know, true. There's some of that too. Yes. Yeah, that would just be one of the classic case in points. Um, how involved are you with Bon Jovi Radio? Very. Yeah. Ridiculous. What are you doing with it? Oh my God! There, there may be close to now a hundred live shows that we have found the the recordings and mixed and properly put on the radio. Uh, we're constantly updating it and doing interviews and getting people to be guest DJs and that kind of stuff. In truth, I had to go and prove to our dear friend Scott Greenstein that that I would remain involved. Right. So he's he was he was trepidatious, and we initially have had it on the app, but now it's going on the satellite right. because we've proved it. You, you know, we've, we've showed him that we really want to be involved in it. And that was the, the thing for all these years is he said, you really got to be involved. This is not a, a play thing. You know, you can't right. put it on the air and then forget about it. Right. So we've we've done that for a couple of years now and, and it's going to come over to the satellite full time. What are you listening to these days? What do you listen to? Uh, you know, I'm, it's harder to find new kid rock band stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, new we, kid rock band stuff. Because I'd say we'd go to a record store on Saturday and you'd thumb through album covers. Yeah. When and how does that happen anymore? Yeah. You know, it's harder and harder. And um, so when I do stumble on something, I get very excited. I heard what turned out to be Bono's son, Elijah, is in a band called Inhaler. And I first heard it and I went, wow, this is a really good band. And then I realized, you know, who the lead <laughs> singer was. Yeah. And I was so happy for them and the family and everything. But it, it, everything aside, those are great songs. And it's a rock band. Yeah, and they're writing the songs. They're doing it. Yeah, you know it's it's fewer and far between that I'm finding a rock band anymore. Yeah, it's, it's pop stuff. It's rap stuff. Right. It's even country stuff. It's a lot of solo artists. It's a, you know it's I I'm I, I, not I a lot of singer songwriters even anymore. Well, in that vein, you know. It, I, but I'm just going back in my memory to the poster of Led Zeppelin or Aerosmith or something on my yeah. bedroom wall that I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I just don't see that much. Who the bands are. Yeah. Are you following the Ed Sheeran trial? I am. I am. I, I just think the world of Ed, I think he's an incredibly talented guy. He's a sweet guy. 
And it's really hard because I could pick up the guitar and show you those same four chords and sing you 10 songs like he's proving um, that he didn't sit there and plagiarize. He, he just, he's too good for that. Right. He's too good for that. Um, you, when, when MTV came around, you all were at what level of success? We were starting out when it was starting out. And then with our third album, um, it embraced us as we embraced it. And as they grew worldwide, we were one of those kind of bands they dragged around the planet. Right. And that was a good thing for us and for them. Do you think Bon Jovi would have had the success Yeah, I think the song's MTV. connected and it's proven right. that, you know, all of our hits over the years have connected and there's still good gazillion yeah. streams of all of them, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, but it didn't hurt that we were cute young. Yes. Do you have a do you have a favorite Bon Jovi video? We were smart enough by the third album. It took three albums to figure out just promote the live show with a video. So by Bad Name Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive, those are really just performance videos. Yes. And that's when we realized this is all that matters. Getting into because you, know, you were promoting your concerts by showing them in the video. And when I think back, that Runaway, which was technically socially conscious, I was I was a young guy. I was taking the bus in and out of Manhattan, working at a recording studio. I was fortunate enough to work through the recording studio. Others were working the bus station, if you know what I mean. Right. You know, they were walking the streets and around the tunnel. Yeah. And that's where the aspiration for the inspiration for the song came to me. Um, but when we made a video now wait a minute i just learned to play the guitar and write a song you want me to be a filmmaker what the hell do i know right right I fell for it hook line and sinker and the stupid you know record company with the stupid video director <laughs> who says fahrenheit four eight four fifty one or whatever that right was, right with the with his niece starring in the videos oh, like jesus god, god. Oh, well, you know you want to embarrass me right. tie me to a chair and make me watch videos from my first two albums <laughs> <laughs> And so Runaway is one of those? Horrible. 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 And, you know, and the first, <laughs> first of the second album, you know, same kind of thing. And then by the third album, we were like, wait a minute. Let us just film us performing. Right. And, and boom, you know, right. everything changed. And then that feeds into people wanting to go see you live. We were yeah. always known as a great live band. Right. That we were trying to figure out how to connect because we weren't called, you know, Led Zeppelin. We, we were named after my last name. So right. you're creating a, a, a message to give to a, a public that don't really know who you are. Right. You know, and on those first two records, you're going... It, what, when regional radio mattered and yeah. you could go to a DJ in a certain town and break out of that town, you're telling your story. What was our story? We're a great live band. Right. Where yeah. are all your old leather pants? Oh, they're they're all being archived uh, right now still, and they were in storage and carefully taken care of. And Can you still fit in them? You can. You're the uh, same. What size <laughs> waist do you? Are you a 28 waist? I wish. No, I put a 30. You're a 30 waist. Mm. And in those days, were you a 28 waist? Sure. 27? Probably. Really? I was like a little girl. Wow. <laughs> I love that. You were, you were a pretty little girl. I, I got to tell you something. <laughs> With that pretty hair. It Whoa. didn't hurt. Yeah, it really did it didn't not hurt. It did not hurt. Can you do your own hair? 
can you work a blow dryer? Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> he's a, he's answering me like I'm a total <laughs> idiot. But yes, you can. Mm -hmm. JBJ, I'm going to let you go. Thank you, my Thank brother. Thank you so much. It was great, great to see you. you. Uh, I'm going to be having some Hampton water real soon. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. Thanks, Andy. We're going to be right back with Lance Bass on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Ah, oh, Lance. Lance Bass is here. I, I, what's your favorite NSYNC song, Lance? Do you have one? Uh, I do actually. It's it's a song we never released as a single, but it was on No Strings Attached, uh, called "It Makes Me Ill," um, which was written by Candy Burris. Wow! wow. I love that. That yeah, makes me yeah. so happy. Yeah, it's got that like TLC Scrubs kind of vibe. Loved it. Wow! Nice. Do yeah. you still make bank off of? Do you still get checks? Do you still get in sync checks? Yeah, residuals uh, we get. I mean, it's great, but you know, as you know, Lou Pearlman gets more. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but isn't Lou Pearlman either dead or in jail? Nah, he's dead. Yeah. Right. So his estate gets more. I guess. Wow. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Not fair. Yeah, we were screwed. Was there? Did you get equity later in your career? Did it get better later in your career as you? Well, the funny thing is, uh, yeah. So. You know, we went through a whole lawsuit with Lou Pearlman and then, uh, you know, the next album he would get, you know, 25% less and the next album he would get 50%. Then the next album he was completely out. Well, we didn't get to that next album. So that next yeah. album he would have been completely out. Wow. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's not too late, babe. Yeah. We're ready. Well, you know, I'm ready too. Yeah. So you want to yeah. make something happen, Andy? Yeah, I know. I don't know <laughs> Justin, so I can't make that happen. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's not Justin. It is. <laughs> um, 
You know I'm still mad at him for not bringing you guys up at that halftime show. I bring it up to you every time <laughs> I see you. It would have been two minutes out of an 11-minute set. I mean, like, or three. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, that was his that was his, his moment. He didn't I want know. to, you know, bring us back on. We've already done it before, so that was his moment. You did do it. It was You did it the year Aerosmith and Britney, the big MTV year, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, I mean, Aerosmith is my favorite band of all time. Really? So when they asked us and Aerosmith to do it as a joint uh, Super Bowl halftime show, I was dying. And then at the end, they're like, so what guests do y'all want to bring on? We're like, uh, so we just listed all our favorite people, Mary J. Blige, Nelly, Brittany, and they all jumped on stage. With incredible. Us. It was incredible. Crazy. You, um, by the way, you, I, and I'm going to get to why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously why uh, am i here <laughs> yeah right why what am i doing here <laughs> where am i i know is I? is there an in-sync text chain are the five of you on a text chain oh yeah definitely yeah we've had that since how, text was invented how uh, <laughs> how active is it to this day uh pretty active i mean definitely weekly um yeah we talk all the time that's yeah, great and, just recently, we've all kind of been in the same town together, too. So uh, I've been able to, like, physically see the guys recently, which has been nice. That's great. What is Now, uh, Lance is joining us this morning, and he's here to talk about the scripted podcast, Bedtime Stories of the Ingleside Inn. What, your hair is purple. Talk to me about that. It is. I just got it. Uh, you know, I'm having some fun. Uh, it's summertime, so I like to put a little color in. And uh, I'm working on a project right now that... Uh, you know, I'm testing out different colors. So, uh, mm. and I'll, I'll tell you about that soon. Interesting. <laughs> it's it's a new InSync video. Looks good. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> it is bringing out your eyes. Um, oh, thanks. Do you, uh, you are in and you produce this podcast and it's a scripted show and it is, it's actually, it's a, it's a true story, right? Mm -hmm. What's yeah. it about? Yeah, everything that I kind of work on is always based in truth. Um, and now podcasts is, is so much fun to do these radio plays, scripted podcasts. So I just had my one just finished called The Last Soviet, which is uh, about this cosmonaut that got stuck in space for over 300 days during the, the when communism fell in Russia. Uh, but Bedtimes of the Ingleside Inn was a story that I've been trying to bring to life for 15 years. Uh, there is a guy, Mel Haber. He was a New Yorker. He's the guy who invented the the hula girl that you put on your dash and the fuzzy oh, okay. dice you hang from the okay. rear of your So it made, you know, a bunch of money off these little trinkets. Uh, went to Palm Springs on a whim and then just fell in love with this little boutique hotel called the Ingleside Inn and said, you know what? I'm going to leave my family and just <laughs> and buy this hotel and make it the biggest thing on the West Coast. He didn't know what he was doing at all. I mean, it was just uh, a crazy ride for him. And through a comedy of errors, uh, it became the biggest hotel on the West Coast. And it was, it hosted every big celebrity, wow. all the mafia. Wow. Uh, but it all, you'll see, he he wrote a book called The Bedtime Stories in the Ingleside Inn. And I stayed there and it was all, you know, he only printed enough just to put in the little 15 rooms. And I read it. I'm like, this is a TV show. Like, how has this not been made yet? So we took just one chapter of that book and we made this podcast. And you'll see uh, Sir John is the, is the, the person staying at the hotel that really creates the whole uh new era of palm springs is it does does the hotel still exist it does it's so amazing because nothing has changed i love staying at the ingleside inn because who you, owns you it uh 
Actually, uh, Gavin Newsom owns it now. You're <laughs> kidding me. Yeah, because Mel unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Okay. Uh, which is so sad because he was the best storyteller ever. You would spend four hours at dinner with him. You knew him. Telling, you knew him. Oh, I knew yeah. him very well. Just an incredible man. And we've, you know, we've been trying to produce this for years with him. In fact, Mark Burnett bought this years ago and we developed it for TV, but uh, never sold. So now I was like, you know what? Let's just make a radio play out of it and see how it sounds. And then we scored some of the best comedians and actors ever from Michael McKean and Jason Alexander. I mean, we have some Missy Pyle, some That's really great. fun actors in this. That is very cool. You always, uh, <clears throat> did you ever try to buy the Inglewood in? That seems like something you would do. I remember you were after the Brady Bunch house. I know. I know. And the Brady Bunch house is about to go back up for sale, I hear. So no. good Lord, have mercy. Well, uh, I have no. to say, yeah. so sorry. Did you ever try to buy the? the? No, no. I, I know. I Today I would, because uh, now that I've gotten into you know, having clubs and restaurants. Right. Uh, it's something that I definitely would have uh, attempted to buy. Yeah. Um, you know, getting to the Brady Bunch house, I know you were so disappointed because you've tried to buy the house and you, and HGTV kind of stole it out from under you in a weird way. And they wound up making this series out of it. But I have to say, isn't it kind of a blessing that they did that as I, I visited that house um, after they, redid it and what people may or may not realize is that the house was net the inside of the house was never had anything to do with the actual Brady Bunch house it wasn't but they actually redid the entire interior of the house to look like the Brady Bunch house which would cost millions of dollars to do so isn't it kind of good in the long run that they wound up buying it Lance <laughs> I mean, sure, I'll say that, but no, it would have been so much fun. I know, uh, but know, it would have been a different house. I mean, wouldn't it be more fun if you bought it now? Buy it now, Lance. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'll I'll look at it for sure. But the way they built it, you know, was very cheap. It could, uh, so right. you'd have to you'd have to redo the whole thing. I mean, it's basically a TV set, and it was okay. built like a TV set. Right. Uh, so I would have to go in and really rebuild it, just like the Brady Bunch house. And what I was going to do is. You know, it's just going to be a glorious B&B &B type place where you and your friends mm -hmm. can rent it out. But then I'd have all these paid actors to kind of do the Brady Bunch moments from TV shows kind of pop in throughout the night. So it was going to be like an experience. Right. That, uh, you could immersive. Do. Yeah. Right. Immersive. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. space earlier. Now that uh, Jeff Bezos is sending civilians up into space for little mini rides have you it seems like he should be a good guy and put you on one of those uh <laughs> trips given your right. years of public passion about space and wanting to be a a, a cosmonaut what yeah. have you ever tried have you reached out uh no they've reached out to me for sure uh you know it, it would be to say to, what uh to see if i wanted to go and uh, and I, they also wanted me to pay for it too. So oh. I'm not, I'm not doing that. How much uh, is it? The last price I got told was $30 million. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. No. Michael Strahan did not pay $30 million to go into this space. Is, yeah. But that, that's different. I would, my mission would be going to the international space station and wow. living there and doing yeah. my experiments. Oh, uh, so I wouldn't my do the experiments. one that just, 
Yeah. Lance has well, I mean, experiments. I, I still have so much of my experiments on the ISS right now. Like all my stuff went there before I did. Wow. And so and I just didn't make it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we're not doing $30 million. We're going to spend yeah. that no. money. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask, I, in reading your bio and stuff, I saw you were a creative consultant on InSync's world tours on a few of them. Were were all five of you creative consultants, or were you the only one that was one? And oh no, we all we all, were all creative. Were. Consultants. Oh yeah, got I mean, it. We, okay, a lot of us had different. We all had our kind of creative skills. Uh, Joey and I were always kind of on the same page. We. We love to put on a spectacle, um, which now looking back, I'm like, oh, we could have like cut a few of those because we could have actually saved a little bit because <laughs> right. we spent everything we made, we put into these tours. I mean, we wow. had mechanical bulls and treadmills and just crazy stuff that, you know, teenagers would, you know. I was going to say, of. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, A, you were programming to teenagers, but B, you uh, guys were so young yeah. That I mean, you didn't yeah. know from. We didn't know better. <laughs> Today you'd be like, um, we're doing it in front of a video wall, and exactly. we're good. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna no take band, no nothing. Yeah, no, we're, we're gonna, gonna send five group. holograms. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, wait a minute, John. What? Uh oh. Do you, Why do you have an idea? Yeah. Hologram tour. Hologram in sync residency like ABBA. Have you guys talked about that? No, we have definitely not talked about that. Put it on the text chain. It would be like a month of work. I mean, true. Not even. Do people, why do people hate holograms so much? I, I don't like think they do. They like they it. They're Just, seeing Whitney okay. Houston hologram in Vegas every Lance, night. Lance, that, that, that. That ABBA hologram in London is a major attraction. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe that is something we can do. Huh. And it keeps us young forever. You're young forever. Your music yeah. is alive. And you yeah. guys are appearing in concert every night. You, you guys can send should the hologram do, to space. You, <laughs> you should do a hologram residency in Vegas. Uh, in yeah. All right. All right, Andy, you're going to produce it with me? Let's go. No, I'm not. I'm. It's not my <laughs> money. It's your money. You five own this shit. Honestly. You know what? I'm going to text them right after this. You, I'm going to see what they I, say. I think it's a very good idea. Yeah. People go see that. You don't think yeah, people would go see sure. that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, we've been yes. dormant for a while. I don't know who cares anymore. How many, Lance, mm-hmm. how many top 10 hits did you have? I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just even when we were doing it, like we never really got to. You, you, know, you, you realize had, that you have you had enough that mm-hmm. the interest is there. Let me put yeah. it that way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll noodle on that, Andy. You don't seem. <laughs> uh, Victoria Beckham was on Watch What Happens Live recently, and I was saying to her, "You should. I know you are done touring with the Spice Girls, but you guys should do. You should take over the ABBA hologram thing." Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking yeah, In Sync is as good of an idea. I'd rather see In Sync holograms than Spice Girls personally. What if we do it together? We could like you know, yeah, that, yeah, back and forth opening split, up. For then it's other. ten people splitting. Yeah, well, true. But All right, it's us. a guaranteed hit. I don't know. Anyway, how are the <laughs> twins and how old are they? Oh, my gosh. They are amazing. They're 18 months now or year and a half. Right. Um, and they're just incredible. As you know, holy moly, they grow so quickly. Yeah. And now they look like three-year-olds. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's nuts. But the best thing 
ever, ever. That's the sweetest kids, the most lo- now they're, you know, they're in the stage of where they just want to hug you now. Yeah. And, you know, just like so much love. Um, I mean, they're just really, really sweet kids, but so opposite. I mean, they're twins, right? Completely opposite personalities, which. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. And are they and how do they interact with each other? uh, They love each other. It's like I said, they're now starting to hug. So my boy is always trying to hug her, but he also likes to try to wrestle her, too. So she doesn't know if it's a hug or she's going to he's going to be throwing her down to the floor. So she's like, ah, and he's just trying to give her a loving hug. Uh, but yeah, he's our, he's our crazy, like, look at me. I need the attention. Ah. And she's just, you know, very a loner, loves to be by herself at times, wow. reading a book in the corner, just you know, looking, making sure everything's okay. It's a, it's a cool dynamic. <laughs> wow. Are you in LA right now? I am. Yeah. Boy, you really had a, had a stretch there where you were spending a lot of your time in New York. You're just done with yeah. that, aren't you? I'm not done with New York. Look, I, you know, I lived in New York off and on for years, the last 20 years. And New York is, it feels like home to me. Like I love New York, but uh, the only reasons I was there was for work. So whatever brought me, you know, there, I was doing the Meredith Vieira show and all that type of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I, I wish I could find another job in New York because I would live there in a heartbeat again. I, you know, you hang out with all good looking people. I wish you would put in the back of your mind, if you know anybody that likes a daddy, maybe it's time for you to set me up with someone. Andy, I'm always willing to set you up. Thank you. And I, I know your type too. So yeah, let's make this happen. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that next chapter? I, I, I yeah, ready. I am ready. Yeah. I need, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the, I got a, I have a, I have a big nut, so to speak. I mean, you got, uh, I got two kids. I got, hey, you know, trust me, there's people looking for that. And you know, really? I, I might have a couple of people in mind. Really? I just might. Yeah. Wow. I do. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Wow. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, is his last name Chazé? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot deny or confirm that. Are you in? <laughs> when was the last time you saw Brittany? Oh my gosh! So uh, long ago, right? In in person, yeah. I mean, literally on her birthday, maybe six years ago, oh, okay. seven years ago. And are you? Do you DM her at all? Are you in any kind of touch with her now that she's like out of her conservatorship bubble? Um, I'm still, I mean, I'm talking to her through people. Okay. So it's still, you know, yeah, it's, I'm still friends with her, you know, group of people, but yeah, I keep an eye on her and she's, uh, doing great. And I think she's, uh, happy now. Right. You, um, I asked because you, I, we've talked about her a lot in the past. I always kind of bug you about her, but you two had a yeah. really, you, you know, you, you had a really sweet relationship and I know you're, yeah. you came out to her initially, which, mm-hmm. you know, I can't imagine what an emotional thing that was. Yeah. I mean, she, she's like my little sister. And then I found out years later that she's actually my cousin. <laughs> so, so we were related the whole time. Is she uh, actually your cousin? She is. Yeah. Wow. We, we share a, a relative. Esau Bass is our great, 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 great grandfather. Wow. <laughs> you, um, you, these, Mrs. Wait, can't what she's Louisiana, you're Mississippi, Mississippi, right? Yeah, but she was born in Mississippi, so about probably 45 minutes from where I'm from, so it definitely makes sense. Does it blow your mom, your family's mind that you 
you must blow their mind. I mean, not only, you know, have you had the career that you've had, but you're an out gay man with two kids. I mean, you must have family in Mississippi that just kind of don't know where to put you in a weird way. Is that right? It's true. Yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, coming from a, a place like Mississippi, uh, you know, uh, being gay is still kind of taboo and especially having kids. Um, but my family has been so supportive from, from day one. I mean, they're exactly opposite of what you would think a typical Mississippi family uh, would be like. That's uh, nice. And I think, you know, just being myself, I'm still, my best friends are still back in Mississippi. I'm still close with all my high school friends and I just being that. who I am and bringing my kids around them. It's just, it's a beautiful thing to see because I know half of them probably never even, you know, been around a gay person. Well, you know what, Lance, you are my friend, what I call good for the gays. And I appreciate <laughs> that about you. Uh, your podcast is called Bedtime Stories of the Ingleside Inn. We all need to check it out. And I really appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. Of course. Always good to see you. Andy. I hope That's I see just... you soon, Lance. Yeah, hopefully I'll get to New York at some point. I mean, you're probably going to be going all summer, huh? Because I might get I'm out there be in the, the Hamptons a lot. Yeah. Maybe, well, I'll maybe probably get out there, too. Yeah. Okay. Let me know if you do. Um, all right. And uh, get on that sync text chain about the hologram. Okay. Okay. I'm going to text them right now. All right. <laughs> Well, that's it for the podcast for today. Remember, you can always listen to us on Radio Andy on Sirius XM. We will talk to you here next week. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.